The Dr. Ray Podcast is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio. Here's today's monologue with Dr. Ray Burendi. My first book was written a long time ago. Matter of fact, I think it came out on some kind of papyrus. It did. It was called, You're a Better Parent Than You Think. At the time, and I wrote, I was in my 20s when I wrote this thing. Because I came to the mental health center in Lisbon, Ohio. Just not too far from East Palestine, where I used to work. And I realized that a lot of the parents that I was seeing at the mental health center were good people, but they were struggling. They were insecure. They were tentative. They were unsure of themselves. They were guilt-ridden. They, they were second-guessing. They lacked authority. I'm thinking, what is going on here? Why are so many children ruling the household? And for, i, I got to tell you, for a kid to rule a household, you got to let them. They don't automatically have the power to rule a household unless you give it to them. Only in the most extreme cases. So my first book was titled, You're a Better Parent Than You Think. Now, the theme of it must have resonated with the people in New York. My first publisher, believe it or not, was Prentice Hall. And then the paperback version came out with Simon & Schuster. Now, in those days, it was, it, was, it was a big feather to get a New York publisher. Especially a guy like I had not even so much as written an article Everything I had ever read said, when you send off a query letter with perhaps a sample chapter, if they're at all interested later, you got no chance. Give it up, Louie. Nobody is going to look at you. Well, it must have resonated with some of these New York editors because they were prototypically the parents who would be most unsure of themselves. They read a lot about proper parenting, etc. And my theory back then was that a lot of parents are parenting under the cloud of making a psychological mistake. And they still are. There's still a lot of that going on. But in the last, at least as I've seen it in my practice, five to ten years, a much bigger fear has taken over the parenting landscape. If I don't handle this right, if I'm too sturdy in my limits or my expectations, or if I am too far out of sync with the cultural flu of parenting, I risk my child committing suicide. That right now is the big one for a lot of parents. They have been hammered with all of the statistics, how unhappy children are, how resentful they can be, if in fact you don't go with the flow of the crowd, she's the only 14-year-old who doesn't have a smartphone, she appears miserable because of it, how long can you stand your ground without the fear of her doing something? Or you're living with a 21-year-old who's totally taken advantage of your good graces, disrespectful, uncooperative, perhaps even stealing from you, but you won't you won't set up limits or rules. You won't say you've got 90 days to get out because why? You're afraid of what he'll do. So at the same time we have created this 
psychological black cloud all over parents. I think, for many of them, it has done more to curtail their being parents than even psychological mistakes. It's one thing to make a psychological mistake. Okay, so your kid will have a therapist when he's 31, as your fear is. It's quite another to make a move that indeed could lead to perhaps a thought of self-destruction, especially when you're hearing statistics most recently between ages 16 and 19, 30% of kids have contemplated suicide. Now, I would want to know as a clinician what contemplated suicide means. My guess would be they didn't seriously contemplate suicide because of those who who committed it, tragically, it was a very small number, but it's still a number. Interestingly enough, it's probably the highest number ever, and I think it is. I think suicides are like the second cause of death for young adults uh, next to accidents. Well, no, wrong. Overdoses are now kicking. I think overdose might be number one, which is interesting. But what this does to parents, especially parents listening to a program like this who are out of sync with the culture by and large, you are. You don't want your kid to have the kinds of freedoms that are now just given to kids and leading to their self-destruction. So what do you do? You Well, you, you try to hold back a little bit, and then you watch your kid compare. And you wonder, okay, how unhappy with me is too unhappy with me? How resentful of me is too resentful of me? What could happen? Here and there we get calls in this program where someone calls in and says, I want to do this. I want to set this limit, this boundary on my young adult child or my teenager. And the bottom line, underneath it all, sorry for the cliche, they're saying, but I I don't want my child to be so unhappy about it that I'm fearful of what they might do. This is not something, if you understand, this is not something that in much of human history parents dealt with. They did not agonize over, if I make a move that is too counter to the cultural, that is too distressing to my child, I risk my child hurting themselves, either through a bad decision or a really bad decision. Now the irony to this, oh boy, I'm past. I gotta, I gotta close this up here. Get to your calls. The irony to this is, when you parent in that kind of fear, you probably raise the chances that the very thing you fear could happen. For, well, I'll talk about this more when I get back. But suffice it to say, when you parent in fear, and it changes the way you parent, you probably could make the case that you're raising the odds of something bad happening in time. More of Dr. Ray's Manologues can be found on his website, drray.com. Manologues, as well as full-length programs of The Doctor Is In, can be heard at AveMariaRadio.net and EWTN.com slash radio.